0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Wellness podcast. If you're here listening to this podcast, we believe it's because you value your health and you may be looking for answers to help you live your healthiest life in a more simplified way. You may be dealing with your own health struggles or trying to help a spouse or child find a better way to deal with their struggles maybe you've just lost your way or you've gone down the rabbit hole of confusing conflicting information that's swirling all around you we've got you as certified holistic health coaches coach gina and i i'm coach Kristen here focus our health coaching on the belief that what we put on our plate is a direct reflection of what's going on in our lives this ranges anywhere from the quality of your social life and personal relationships to your level of physical activity, and the overall health of your spirituality practice, your career, finances, and education, the foods you put on your plate are just one piece of this wheel that we call the circle of life. Before we introduce our guest speaker, we invite you to check out our website, stopchasingwellness.com to learn more about the wellness coaching programs that we offer, as well as to purchase our book by the same name, Stop Chasing Wellness. Our book is an overview of the pillars from which we teach. We're so proud to share this with you and hope that you'll find it to be the catalyst that you need to help point you in the right direction with your health and wellness goals. And our online wellness coaching programs are done in a way that allow you to start your program at a time that's convenient for you. And Coach Gina and I are with you every step of the way to help guide and educate you and help you make this your own personalized experience. Our online wellness coaching programs are designed to teach you how and what you should be feeding your body, as well as actionable steps to incorporate lifestyle changes that support the health of your hormones and create vitality. Basically, we teach you how to stop chasing wellness and learn to start creating it. We have a growing catalog of hormone-specific coaching programs that we
1: absolutely love, and we know you'll love them too. All right, here we go. Hello, everybody. Health Coach Kristen here with myself, Health Coach Gima. And as we are winding down the year, we're getting into these colder months on the East Coast, I don't know if this feels colder for you that you're able to be outside this time of year. It definitely doesn't feel as cold as where we are, but we wanted to talk today about bone broth, things to add in in the cooler months. It's good. I, I tend to drink it all year long, but it's definitely nice for people this time of year to bring in and not just because it's cold out, but all the benefits that come along with having the bone broth.
0: Yes. And I think this is something Gina and I definitely go hand in hand on. We overlap big time in this topic because we both also make our own bone broth, mm-hmm. which is so easy. We're going to walk you through how to do that. But yeah, first, let's just talk about some of the benefits. I think this is so amazing. Well, and then let's talk about some ways that people can use it because aside from just drinking it, like, cause I just think it's tasty. I don't mind having a little little cup of that once in a once in a while, But um, but you can use it to cook with, use it in your regular day to day. So let's talk a little bit about that. But um, so there's some really great benefits to bone broth that can't be overlooked. I think this is like, it's, it's delicious and nutritious, but it's like, it's medicinal. This is medicinal right. food. Yeah. So it's super beneficial to the health of our gut. And we have, we preach all the time. All disease starts in the gut. Everything starts here and nurturing the health of your gut is going to help nurture everything. It's going to support your digestion. It's going to support the health of your immune system. Um, helps up a leaky gut and heal the leaky gut. Yes. Which is probably more common than people realize,
1: right? It's that gut permeability.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think in today's world, it's more common than people realize.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just not eating. I mean, we're eating things that are causing gut permeability um, and that just kind of affects the whole system, ha- affects your hormones. But but um, bone broth is really great for our own bone health, right? Basically, it's- just the health of our hormones overall. It supports all of these other things, and supporting all of those
1: other things supports the health of our hormones, right? And it always starts with the gut healing, right? But now it's the hormone balancing, and and how does all this work? The gut permeability, how does all this work? And it's Basically, because bone broth is loaded with vitamins, minerals, trace elements, all the things that we need, all the things that we talk about all the time, that normally when we think about that stuff, we think about the rainbow, right? We eat our rainbow with with our red foods, the red peppers and green, whatever. And when we just go through that rainbow and eat all our healthy food, we also get so much of this benefit from having bone broth.
0: Yeah. Helps, and like, when we go back to the gut, it basically acts as a digestive aid because it can support and, and build, like you were talking about gut permeability. It just kind of helps heal the gut lining. So, um, it can help support your digestion. So if you know, something's not right with digestion, you're just feeling something's off. You're feeling gassy or upset stomach. Often bone broth is really healing for that, um, it can also support the health of your skin. It can help with dry skin. So especially like women who are approaching perimenopause, menopause have that one of the common symptoms of, and the common complaints of women in menopause is the changes that they notice in their skin. So just consuming regular bone broth can really help with that hydration factor.
1: So when we have, once we start hitting into our 30s and 40s, as we're aging, we tend to produce less and less collagen. It it starts working less and less for us. It's still in there. It's just not as elastic as it once was. So bringing in this bone broth is definitely a way to help with that, bringing that elastin and collagen working for us again.
0: Yeah, because it's, we probably should back up and say that like your body produces collagen, But Mm -hmm. as you get older, it's just harder to retain, harder to produce. Um,
1: Yeah. And that's like, that's ways where we can, when we talk about the vitamins, minerals, and, and trace elements, we can also talk about vegans, right? Because we might have some people that are turned off by this because we're talking about bone broth. How does a vegan get their collagen? And that's simple ways of Knowing that we already produce this in our bodies, right? We already produce collagen. So, how do we support our body in the best way possible so that collagen keeps work continues to work for us? Collagen's resp- collagen is, we when what do we think about, right? Wrinkles. We think about wrinkles with collagen. Collagen is responsible for a part of not just our hair, skin, and our nails, but any of our connective tissues, like our bones, our ligaments and tendons. It's re- it's a part of all of that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's restorative. Yeah. And so it helps support healthy skin formation. Right. And and so like you're saying, if, if you're not getting it from bones, you can still basically vitamin C helps support the production of collagen. So, um, You can make a bone broth or boneless broth with, you know, you can buy vegetable broth in the stores, but basically it's the same concept. You're just not putting animal bones in there. So if you did use, make a broth of, you know, and put things that are rich in vitamin C and some of the, some examples of that, that would actually taste good in a bone broth would be things like tomatoes, bell peppers, citrus fruits, like, you know, put a, put a lemon in there. It'll be a more Mm -hmm. lemon bone broth, but getting foods in your broth that are higher in vitamin, good sources of vitamin C are a good way to produce that if you're avoiding the bones. But, um, yeah, so it's just
1: one at the end of the summer, someone was cleaning out the rest of their garden with the last harvest and, and brought me a bunch of jalapeno peppers and, some eggplant and tomatoes and stuff from the garden. And I I don't really know what I would do with all those jalapenos. So the next Sunday morning when I was making my broth, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna throw some of these peppers in there. And I threw it in and it gave a really nice kick to it, which is not something I would have ever thought to do before, but just whatever vegetables I have in the fridge, I I just happen to throw in that week. And it just gives it like a different type of flavor each week.
0: I feel like every batch of bone broth I make tastes a little bit different from the other because it's a different amount of stuff every time. So we'll talk a little bit about how, how we make that, how we make our own bone broth too. But before we do that, I do want to point out that it also can help cleanse the liver, which is super important because the liver is the gatekeeper of all of our organs and the liver detoxification process is so important to it's just- so complex. Yes. And we learned a lot about that in that hormone course last year. There's Two different phases of liver detoxification, but basically this, the, they both have to be working properly. And the gelatin that is found in bone broth has amino acids that support the phase two liver detox, which is the part of the of the detox that actually flushes all this, gets it out. So you you don't want that part to be stagnant. So that's a super important reason to keep that in there. When people, when you start feeling. Sluggish and icky, like your liver is just not functioning right, and that's an indication that like something's not right. I need to f- nurture my liver and help it cleanse. Yeah,
1: and you notice like I was struggling with all this back pain this year, right? So I know my cortisol is high because I'm co- in, in constant physical stress mode in my body. So that's out of whack. One thing's out of whack, the next thing's out of out of whack. It's like a, a vicious cycle and um how how do i want to explain this i'm just trying to think like with the detoxification process when it gets stuck no matter what wellness steps you take to be well and lose weight and do all these other things it's not working if that detox is blocked up so the first thing no matter what no matter what kind of wellness routine you're looking to kick off Detox is always best, right? Start off with that detox. So getting back to the intent of this podcast, which is bone broth, that's definitely a good accelerator that helps with that detox process.
0: So important.
1: And I think we all get our detox process gets a little bit
0: backed up this time of year because we're putting all of toxins in there. That's why I think everybody always wants a detox in January, right? I need to detox. Yeah. So, but tell us, how do you make yours? Okay, so without question, in my freezer, at all times, I have two gallon-sized Ziploc bags. One contains all of my veggie scraps and things that would taste good in a bone broth, right? So I'm not putting cantaloupe peels or anything in there. I But anytime I'm cutting up an onion or garlic or any herbs, stems from herbs, herbs I'm not using... Um, I put carrots, peel if I'm peeling a carrot or cutting off the ends of the carrot or the celery. So carrots, celery, onions, garlic, herb stems. If I have tomatoes that are sitting on the counter too long and they start to shrivel, I don't throw them away. I put them in that bag. They all go in my bag in the freezer. When that bag gets full, I'm like, okay, it's time to make a make my bone broth. Cuz in my second bag, I have bones. And when we're talking about bone broth, it's chicken or beef. I, we don't eat a lot of beef, especially beef with bones. So mostly my bone broth is chicken or turkey. And um, when those bags get full, I I use my Instant Pot for mine. I don't know about you.
1: I put mine on the stove.
0: Yeah. And you can do it either way. I just made my turkey bone broth and the, it was too big for my Instant Pot. So I had to use a huge stock pot. Yeah. yeah I put mine in the Instant Pot. And there's a broth button on there. And I oh. actually run it through twice because I do find that it, the, if it's just one cycle in the Instant Pot, it's not as rich and flavorful. So I hit the bone broth thing and I don't release the vent. I let it go slow release. So it takes a while. And then mm-hmm. when it's done, I just hit the button again, let it run another cycle, wait till it naturally releases. And I store it. I, I pull the inside out. When it's cool, set it outside in my garage refrigerator overnight until it cools. And then the next day, I just, I mean, I don't get all fancy with it. I just take it and put it over a pot and strain it with a mesh strainer. It's not, you know, pure crystal clear bone broth. It's got a little cloudiness to it, but yeah, I mean, well, and I should say you take all the the bag of the veggie scraps, bag of the bones, fill the pot with water, of course, right? I usually yeah. add like a tablespoon of salt. I add some peppercorns and I also add a splash of um, the the unfiltered apple cider vinegar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really good, right? That's really good to add that apple cider vinegar in it extracts more of the ma- marrow out from those bones. So that's definitely good to put in there too. And it's not things that someone's going to turn their nose up and think, oh, you put vinegar in your broth. It doesn't taste like that. It's not like that, but it has more medicine, right? Food is thy medicine. Food is medicine. So that's part of it too. I don't, I make mine. I mean, I guess I use the same type of things as you, but I usually will buy uh, one of those heirloom chickens from Trader Joe's. And I just, I dump that in the pot. I add all my carrots, celery, onion, peppers, like I said, whatever, whatever, vegetables I happen to have in the fridge are what goes in that sock pot. And we Kristen and I both have tower gardens where we grow our own herbs and greens and whatnot. So I'll chop off what I, I'll chop off some kale, a bunch of herbs, like whatever I feel like chopping off that time and I'll add that in. And salt, pepper, garlic. I like to add dill in there. I love dill. Um sometimes I'll add some sage or or just whatever's really fragrant. I'll add in there and just let that cook for a few hours over the stove. And then I strain everything out the meat from that I'll save and I can make avocado, a chicken salad with it, or just different types of things that I use with that. I love that you put the whole chicken in there. That's such a great idea. Yeah. And then,
0: I mean, you're just, you're using the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. pay for the price of these, like, you, you know, you see broth on the store shelves, it's like two bucks a quart. But real bone broth, I mean, my God, you can pay like $7 for a two cup portion for a really good quality right. bone broth. I mean, you already paid for the chicken. <laughs> I right. just use the bones, keep the bones. And I do buy organic chicken mm-hmm. when, I, when I make mine because the better quality animal, you're going to get better quality nutrients from right. those bones. We
1: have, we have a um, butcher here in the, in the next town over from us that's all grass fed pasture raised animal in there and i get my beef bones from there mm-hmm. and they have these big ass bones that you can get for the beef broth in there and instead i i prefer the poultry bone broth but i like to make the beef too mix things up once in a while i like that one more in the winter time
0: sometimes you can even add just a you know a, a little bit of the beef bones to your your poultry Mm -hmm. just for a variation of flavor see this is why it tastes different every time it's different exactly the pot you can't screw it up like and when I do mine on the stovetop I just turn it I like let it come up to a boil and then I just bring it back down to a simmer where it's barely bubbling Mm -hmm. and I just let it go like all day like that just start it in the morning just let it go all day and the longer you can let it just sit there and barely bubble
1: Mm. yep me too
0: my, my turkey bone broth starts on Thanksgiving. So I save my turkey carcass and cause I could honestly care less about the Thanksgiving turkey, but I want that bone broth from the turkey. <laughs> it's <laughs> the best. I just made it a couple days ago because I use my turkey bone broth every year. It's our Christmas tradition. I make Italian wedding soup and that's what we have Christmas Eve, like lunch or dinner. We also have we just have it again on Christmas day and usually days after that that bone, the the Italian wedding soup, the broth from that. And if you don't, if I don't use the Turkey, it's just not the same. It's gotta be, it's a tradition. (laughs) So, so good. It's one of my favorite things and it's so economical. Like when I have, then I have this big pot of it and I put it into Mason jars. So you can either put it in the pint jars or the quart jars. And I I've always got some in my freezer. That's awesome. And, then, I love and that. then, so what are some things that you do with it? Like aside from having it, you can drink it. If it's a cold day and you just want something
1: tasty to sip on, right? I, it's- I usually have mine. I usually have mine in the mid morning. If I, if I, it, you could have it in place of a cup of coffee in the morning. It's chilly. It's the morning. It's just a nice thing to have in the morning, but cooking wise, tell us how you cook with it. Did you lose your sound or are you still on there? Well, I'm still here.
0: Oh,
1: okay. I got you. Go uh, ahead. We, obviously, <laughs> you be losing your sound.
0: <laughs> <Go> ahead, <laughs> talk about the cooking. <laughs> obvious part is like, you know, if you're cooking soup, that's an obvious way to use your bone broth. But there's a lot of recipes that, you know, if there's water or liquid in a recipe, you can substitute that for bone broth or some recipes will call for just, you know, chicken broth or vegetable broth. You can use your bone broth in there. So you're kind of adding it to some your foods. If there's anything that just needs a little bit of sauciness or something you want to thin something out, add a splash of bone broth to that. You can cook your rice in it instead of just cooking in water. Yeah. Gives it so much flavor. So so good. And then it all gets absorbed right into there.
1: These are all great ideas. And I hope everybody takes an opportunity to make some over the next couple of weeks, try to get some broth in there. It's just an easy thing to make and a great way to add some minerals and vitamins and good nutritious health and get that collagen in your body. All good things. Yes. Yeah, save the bones. Don't
0: throw away the bones. Those are money. <laughs> when I'm done with my bone broth, I just sit back and look at it for a minute. I'm like, look at that. That is just like liquid gold right there. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Way better than the stuff you buy in the store. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you soon.
1: Friends, thank you so, so very much for joining us today. We know this podcast was full of amazing information, and our wish is that this somehow blesses you in some kind of way. We would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family so others may learn about this important topic. As you listen to the podcast, we know you must have been thinking of others that need to hear this. When you hear that calling, it's no coincidence. Please share the podcast with them. We pray that this podcast will help more people to feel the confidence needed to begin their healing journey and to take their health to the next level, reach their goals, learn about nutrition and lifestyle choices so that we can all reach the goal to live a long, healthy, and happy life.